better skills, better doctors. Join Rebecca Ong and Michael Peluso from TCM Hub as we go beyond the nuts and bolts of clinical practice to navigate some of the more challenging aspects of being a self-employed physician. Welcome to Better Skills, Better Doctors. We are your hosts, Rebecca Ong and Michael Peluso. Before we dive in, be sure to head over to tcm-hub.com and click Hub Community to join a network of your colleagues. There you can get help with your herbal medicine cases and get coached on topics covered in this podcast. Hub Community is only for those who are licensed practitioners of Chinese medicine and students who are enrolled in an accredited Chinese medicine program. Hi, everyone. Thanks for joining me again for another episode of Better Skills, Better Doctors. I'm really having a good time with this podcast, actually. It's really fun to record this. It's a different type of creative energy that I get to create, and it's really fun. So I hope you have all been enjoying it so far. Uh, If you really like it, you know, help us out and, you know, give us a review on wherever you listen to podcasts, whether that's Apple or wherever you're listening to this. So uh, leaving a review is always really helpful and we like to know and get feedback about how we're doing. So it is springtime here in New England and it's actually fantastic. This is, I have terrible spring allergies and it gets to a point in right around this time of year where they finally just subside and I can finally go outside and enjoy this gorgeous weather. And we live in northern Vermont. And so spring tends to come a little later than I think the rest of New England, because we're just so far north, I believe. So uh, it's finally just really green. Weather hasn't gotten too hot and sticky. It's just perfect. So I'm, it's been a good, (laughs) things are good over here at TCM Hub. Now we have a few announcements before we get started with the episode. Um, As of the recording of this podcast, we're down to one seat left for our September Harmonize training. And for those of you who don't know, Harmonize is our flagship training. It teaches you a streamlined and efficient system for diagnosis, uh, formula selection, treatment, and patient commitment and compliance. Uh, We do this because no one teaches you how to practice herbal medicine in a real world and modern world setting. Nor does anyone teach you how to implement this into your business so that you can actually earn a living, do, earn a living doing it um, until now. So if you're interested in learning more, head over to tcm-hub.com slash harmonize. And uh, we'll also put it in the show notes as well. So you can see the link there. And also we're going to be releasing the sale of strategic dermatology this week to the full public on June 1st. Now, this is a really exciting project that we have created with Diana Herman of CMD Skin Solutions. And many of you already know Diana as she's a very highly respected and proven expert in Chinese medicine dermatology. And she's been around for a long time and we're so excited to have finally teamed up with her to create something pretty spectacular. And that is a streamline dermatology training. And that focuses on the most common skin disorders that are pretty much already coming into your clinic, but you don't know how to treat them. So each condition that she goes over is paired with an appropriate granule formulation that Diana has designed. 
And uh, this training, it, it teaches you to correctly identify skin diseases and then matches them to the appropriate pre-made formulas designed to treat those conditions. So it's pretty rad and it's about as plug and play as you can get with practicing herbal medicine. And it's all done at, the, at your own pace and in the comfort of your own home or office. So you don't have to travel multiple times a year to learn dermatology anymore. So to be notified of the release of Strategic Dermatology, head over to tcm-hub.com slash derm, D-E-R-M. Okay, so let's get started with the episode. This episode is titled, You Are Not Burned Out. Now, every couple of years, I would get to a point in my career where I would feel completely dissatisfied, complain about being dead tired, and complain about being on the verge of burnout. And I blamed my burnout on working too many hours, uh, working too hard, uh, seeing too many patients, having too many clinic days, etc. things like that. So I would solve for those problems by resting, scaling back, tinkering with my hours and my schedule, and sometimes raising my rates. And I would feel temporarily rejuvenated, but eventually I would fall back to that place of feeling burnt out. So then I would change something again and again and again and again, and it would go over and over. Same result every time. People who express that they're experiencing burnout will most often complain about feeling exhausted. So they do the same thing I did. They'll rest, they'll scale back, they'll change actions. But here's the thing. Working very hard, working many hours, seeing a lot of patients are not the cause of burnout. And the reason why I know this is because there are many people out there who can work very hard. They can work a lot of hours and they can see a lot of patients and feel energized. So those things on their own are not the root of burnout. So what is burnout? What is burnout? So I'm going to list out someone, the characteristics are of someone who is currently in burnout. And I think this list will actually surprise you. So what is burnout? You have full clarity of what to do. Your productivity has been high and you have a lot to show for your work. Your thoughts about yourself and your work are positive. You are tempted to, but you are not feeling sorry for yourself. You have planned ahead and executed faithfully on that plan, and you have a compelling result. Now, the key here, and this is where it turns the corner, your plan is now unreasonable, and your results have become more important than enjoying the journey. Now, for those of you who don't resonate with what I just listed, but you're still feeling stuck or tired and you're calling that burnout, more likely than not, you're not in burnout. You're instead overwhelmed. Most people who think they are burnt out are actually overwhelmed. And why is this distinction important? It's because the way you solve for burnout is completely different than the way you solve for overwhelm. Resting and scaling back 
solve for burnout, but they do not solve for overwhelm. And this is why I always fell back to feeling exhausted and dissatisfied. So now this is what overwhelm looks like. This is what someone in overwhelm might be experiencing. Overwhelm looks like starting and stopping of projects, having a lot of ideas, but with no execution or follow through. You're juggling a lot at once. And again, not completing all or any of the things that you're juggling. You have endless to-do lists. And you're moving through life without intention. You are operating from a place where life happens to you instead of making life happen for you. I'm going to repeat that last one. You are moving through life without intention. Everything feels like Fires have to be put out left and right. You are reacting through life. You're operating from a place where life happens to you instead of making life happen for you. Now, one of the biggest culprits of overwhelm is the failure to make decisions. If, again, you are juggling a lot at once, If you're starting and stopping, starting and stopping with little to no follow through, constantly doubting yourself, you're dreading and worrying, it makes, it means you're not picking one thing and sticking to it. You're allowing multiple choices to stay in limbo instead of, instead of saying a definitive yes or no, owning it and then moving forward. And because you have so many unmade decisions in your head, they accumulate in your brain and it starts to affect your ability to think. And now your thinking power, it decreases to a point that you become so reactive that everything starts to feel like an emergency. You're constantly putting out fires. You're just reacting left and right. Overwhelming yourself to the point of exhaustion is not the same as working too hard. Resting and doing less will not solve for your overwhelm. It will actually make it worse. When you're in overwhelm, you actually need to be doing more. You need to, and not just doing for the sake of doing, right? That's just busying. You don't just stay busy. You need to be doing more. When In overwhelm, you need to do more decision-making and you taking more massive action. Most people in overwhelm think they're taking action, but they're actually just consuming. They're consuming. That's called consumptive action versus massive action. So consumptive action looks like taking a lot of courses, taking a lot of trainings, reading a lot of books, Asking the same questions over and over and over again to people on the internet. Now, these actions in of themselves are not bad things to do, but on their own, they're unproductive if you aren't taking action on them by actually committing to implementing what you are learning. Behind all this, you know, behind all of this consumptive action is an unmade decision. You just keep consuming and consuming as a way to avoid the leap of making a decision. And that over and over and over again 
is what exhausts you. For those of you who are enrolled in coaching with me, currently enrolled with coaching with me, or have completed coaching with me, or have watched any of my workshops or talks or taken our Harmonize training, you're familiar with the self-coaching tool that I use to help people manage their mind so that they can take massive action and get the results that they're looking for. Anyone who has done any life coaching, not necessarily with me, has, you know, trained with anyone, has likely been exposed to a similar tool. And the reason why there are so many similar tools out there teaching essentially the same thing is because it is a universal truth that the results of your life are a product of your decisions and your decisions are a product of your thoughts and your feelings. So the more in tune you are and more skilled you are, because it is a skill, with how your brain operates, the better you can intentionally think and act in ways that actually serve you. And the more that you can act in ways that serve you, the more successful you will be at anything that you do. Self-coaching helps you make the decisions you need to make and planning ensures that you follow through and that your primitive brain doesn't trap you in survival mode. If you're curious about how I do and teach proper planning, you can download my free conscious planning tool at tcm-hub.com slash planning. This is exactly what I use for myself religiously and what I teach my coaching clients. It's what I credit for why I'm able to get everything I need to get done and do everything that I want to do. So I welcome you to check it out. It's completely free. So that's tcm-hub.com slash planning. I'd love to hear more about your ideas and experiences around burnout or overwhelm. If you're a member of Hub Community, start a conversation in the Ask a Coach forum and let's talk. If you're not a member, come check it out at tcm-hub.com and click Hub Community at the top of the page. Thanks for listening and for considering new perspectives. See you next time. Rebecca Ong is a certified professional life coach for Chinese medicine physicians. She is not a certified financial planner, financial advisor, or accountant. Life coaching is not a substitute for therapy, medicine, or medical treatment. Anything discussed in this podcast is for general education and entertainment purposes only.